So that's how we're going to open up our show, show this week. It's rare to find someone that knows kind of what the fuck they're talking about. Talk too much MMA number 26. I'm Cena. I'm Andrew. What's up? Welcome back. Um, it was a pretty fucking busy weekend in fights. You know, we both watched the, the fight night. Yeah, that of course. Uh, in Boston, Massachusetts. It was in Boston. Um, who was the main event for that fight? The main event was Dominic Reyes and Chris Weidman. And who won that fight? Uh, Dominic Reyes in a first round uh, knockout and kind of fucked up Chris Weidman really hard. And we you know we're gonna get into the implications of that. What was another? There's two more fights we're gonna talk about from this fight night: the Greg Hardy fight and the Yair fight. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And interesting things. Where do you, you want to start with the top with the main? Well, event? We're gonna start with Dominic Reyes. Okay. Uh, Mr. Andrew, first of all, give us your thoughts on that fight. What you thought of it and what you think of Dominic Reyes and Chris Weidman now. Right. So going into the fight, I was excited for Chris Weidman. He's on a three fight losing streak beforehand. Uh, moving up into. The, I know. Fuck, man. Former. Dude. It just Chris Weidman. It's sad because, right, we have no, such a great memory sad. of. No, it is sad because he fucking knocked out Anderson Silva. That's an awful memory. It's <laughs> not a great memory. That's the memory that was not great that I was talking about. <laughs> That's a great memory. You it love incredible. Anderson. I do, but I also love greatness. So you were that rooting great. for you were rooting for Chris Weidman. Too. I wasn't rooting, but when it happened, I was like, "Holy shit, that's incredible!" The first one, both of them. So the first one, before we move on, was it legit or not? The the hammer one? No, yeah, the first one. Was yeah, Anderson yeah, yeah, was yeah. The hammer. Oh yeah, absolutely. Did I he mean, not conclude? Yeah, fuck it. I mean, that's you play dumb games to get stupid results. I love Anderson, I, and I also think that Weidman was winning that fight. And if Anderson, even if Anderson didn't play around like that, he still would have yeah, lost. Yeah. Um, and then the second fight, I mean, right, checking a kick, get your leg broken. That's incredible. Like. That was that's the, what that was the craziest. That's what that was the craziest. Um, in my opinion, that was probably the craziest event that I've ever seen. I'm honestly surprised freaking. that doesn't happen more in MMA. To be honest, just because right, if you know how those to like Paul kick, George yeah, freak injuries, yeah, where I mean, Yair Rodriguez, or he needs to something needs to happen to him. Okay, hold on. Let's let's back up. Let's go back to Dominic Reyes and Chris Weidman. Um, right, Chris Weidman on that three light uh, three fight loss streak going into the fight. Going up in weight. That which... was the stupidest <laughs> shit. Dude, you're getting knocked. Why are you going up to 205? You're getting knocked at 185. You're getting knocked. Why are you going up to 205? That's a di that's the hardest weight class, in my opinion. It just doesn't make any sense. And right, uh, So Dominic Reyes threw a total of 12 strikes in this fight. 12. That's how many strikes it took for him to fight. Which one? <laughs> and I guarantee you, one of them landed cleanly. <laughs> um, so it was a straight right, I think, that... As he was that walking back. Yeah, straight, that, yeah, that, as, as Chris Weidman was walking into it, lunging forward, kind of getting, acting full. Do you think Dominic Reyes is there at that level from what you saw? I mean, dismantled Weidman. Right, right now he is currently ranked... Like, four going up, right? He he's four. ranked four. He's definitely going to go up, probably... Two or three. Two or three, right? So at two is t uh, according to UFC's rankings.com, which I mean they're horrible. Whatever UFC rankings, that's a discussion for a different day. But uh, Thiago Santos is number two, and then Anthony Smith is number three. And honestly, I'd rather see Anthony Smith versus Dominic Reyes than John Jones right now. But John Jones needs a needs a fight. John Jones needs a fight, right? Desperately. So desperately. Here's the way I'm thinking. I, they have Corey Anderson, Johnny Walker in two weeks, and the Johnny right. Walker right. hype has been the craziest yeah. hype. I do think Dominic Reyes should get a title shot now because not because he deserves it, because he doesn't. Because, because who else? Exactly. Because who else? You know, right? you were right. Yeah. You know, Chris Weidman at two or five is not a number one contender fight. In fact, that's a joke because I would take Anthony Smith over. He's Chris just Weidman. a name. He's just. Would a you name. take Anthony Smith over Chris Weidman? Absolutely. I'd pick anyone in the top ten. Oh well. <laughs> that's right. just disrespectful. <laughs> but no, right, uh, let me read you the top ten light heavyweight. Right, we have DC at number one, Thiago Santos, Anthony Smith, Dominic Reyes, 
um, John Blakowicz, uh, Gustafson, Corey Anderson, Vulcan Ozdemir, Glover Teixeira, and I think he might be the one that I don't I would, know. Yeah, because Wyman at least could wrestle with him. Um, Alexander Rakic? Rakic? Rachik. Rachik. R-A-C-I-C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not good with the, um, those names. Unfortunately, <laughs> no hate. Just <laughs> he doesn't have any business now. Everybody's saying Chris Weidman should get cut after that fight. I do not think he should. I think it was just a mistake, career mistake to go up to two hundred five. He could be a journeyman. He could sell you fight night cards. Yeah, no absolutely. reason he should get cut. Absolutely, I you, think you could build young prospects by throwing him in the cage against them. Absolutely, especially middleweight. As I mean, fucked he's, up as it is to sound. He's currently ranked number eight in middleweight right now, right? So he's above guys like Derek Brunson, Uriah Hall, Brad Tavares. He where could he's, beat Uriah Hall. Yeah, like that would be. A, I would love to watch that fight. That would be a fantastic fight to watch. For kinda, both of them. Yeah, because right, it's, he's, it shows what Chris is still going to be able to do, and probably not much, but hopefully can be something that Uriah I Hall just, can I'm mad on. because through all this hype, this man. Defended his title three times, beat yeah. Lyoto, Vitor, yeah. and Anderson. I mean, yeah. he has a great career. He's a great guy. Like, no, he, he has, has a great, great career. career. I would, are, you can argue Hall of Fame career. I don't think it is. I don't think he belongs in the Hall of Fame. But they gave Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner sure. Hall yeah, of Fame sure. nods. So who the fuck Yeah, knows? I mean, he has the resume that could be argued for. There's and no that's why that I think sure. MMA, even if you have the resume, you shouldn't just get... Because the game's evolving now. Like, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people no, for sure. become champion. Like, in my opinion, you should just up the standards. But here's what I think of Dominic Reyes. I think... Um, I think Weidman put him he put put him down. If that fence wasn't there, why well, he would have been on his back. He held himself up again. That's the only bad part I saw about Dominic Reyes. And that leads me to believe that if Jones decides to wrestle with him, he's fucked. I just I mean, I'm gonna pick John Jones ten out of ten times in that fight every time. Me too. I just yeah. But I will say this Dominic Reyes on the feet looks world class. He looks really good. No, yeah, I, no I will say this. This new age of the UFC, like I'm so high on guys. Like I'm gonna tell you this right now. I think Dominic Reyes right now could have beaten Chuck Liddell in his prime. I think Dominic. Reyes... Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that for sure. Fuck yeah, absolutely. So I mean, they're just too, like you said, too, they're too the, evolved. They're too evolved. They're too the good. Game too many different, different things. They're yeah, yeah. So and it's crazy because Chuck Liddell's a Hall of Famer. I am this high on this kid, and not just him. Johnny Walker too. I want. That's the yeah. fight I want to see. That would be see. That would be a great fight for, for both of them next. If Johnny yes. Walker wins against Corey Anderson, but right? just John Jones doesn't have the time to wait that long. So why doesn't do you think? He or should we go have up? some fun and throw him up at heavyweight and let saying. him go and get him against fucking Stipe, get him against Francis, Francis and Ganu John Jones. That's an incredible fight to watch. That's an incredible fight to watch. Who'd you have in that fight? I'll go Johnny. Francis. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? Francis He's so can't be fast. He's so strong. But Francis lights got, out. Francis got put, got neutralized by you, Stipe. You know he hits with the same horsepower as a Ford Explorer. That's a suburban, bro. Really? Yes. Dude. Well, you see Francis at Extreme Control. All the I've time. never ran into him, though. No. I I've actually never ran have. Into a, him. I, I watched uh, pro practice for Eric okay. one time. And you're cool with Eric? Nah. But you see I'm him friendly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hey, think Eric. He know, I don't think he knows who I am. Yeah, yeah. so. Hey, Eric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I saw Francis do this dude's like, fists are like this big. My only thing is, Stipe neutralized him. So. And see, and I would love to see them run that fight back again. I think that's really interesting. I think that's an interesting Stipe, fight. Stipe, in my opinion, has one fight left, and that's against Daniel Cormier, and I don't think he's going to—I think he's going to get the fucking shit beaten out of him. Oh, I don't know. Everybody's What's talking this? about Stipe, and it's just like— What do you mean? He's the best heavyweight of no, all time. No, he's not the best heavyweight. Who? Daniel Cormier is the best heavyweight. He, in two fights— He's the most heavyweight defensive, Stipe. That's fine, but in a two-fight two sample size, he was dominated 80% of the, 90% of those— He times. got the most recent one, though. Yes, he did. You're only as good as your most recent Correct. fight. DC but, lost, right? Correct, correct. Okay. So all I'm saying is DC was controlling that fight till Stipe adjusted and hit the body. So I want to see DC wrestle 
Sure. I would I, I would have, love to see him take Stipe down, not expose that belly. Because I would have loved to have seen it last fight is going to be my argument to him. Because he had the opportunity and he just didn't. He decided his that he wasn't going to do that. Because he was winning. He was winning. He could. I don't think Stipe could hang out with him anywhere. But there's just uh, Stipe did one thing. Stipe did one thing. If it weren't for those body shots, he had no shot. Where did you see? Where in Stipe's game? That's the you, fight IQ, though. I mean, that's better fight IQ. Correct, correct. You, so my, my thinking is going to a third fight, Daniel now knows. Okay, that hurts. I think he's going to improvise and adjust. And if maybe, he adjusts, yeah. I don't think there's any way. I mean, that's going to be a great fight. That's going to be a fantastic so, fight. So, well, do you move John Jones up to heavyweight right now? Or do you have him... I mean, right, you have like, fucking John Jones calling out middleweights, Israel. That's, 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 you have him calling out heavyweights. I would not. Francis. He should fight Izzy, but not yet. Out, yeah, agreed. You have him calling out Dominic Reyes now after this most recent win. Like, Why don't they do Izzy John right now? What if they do that? Israel Adesanya has to take care of the middleweight division, right? Do, he has to kind of run the table at the middleweight division. There's a long list of killers there. There is. Both of them have a, a yeah, list well, there and work cut mm, out for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think middleweight is, in theory, with names, sounds tougher. Ooh. Yoel uh, Paulo. Yoel Paulo. Kelvin Gaslam still right there. I still think Robert Whitaker still right top five. Oh, yeah, the yeah, world. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jared Cannonier. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, middleweight is there's his work cut I just, in my opinion, Dominic Reyes and Johnny Walker pose a bigger threat to John Jones than any of those guys. I just, I'm so confident in Izzy now. I don't think Costa's his biggest challenge because yeah. that I think Costa's a superstar. I think Costa could just knock him out in a minute. I think Costa's as good as Izzy, just in a different way. Not technically, but if you mix the brute strength, that's the fight same. Fight gonna win, dude. I, think I know. That, no, I know. Gonna win and but my thing is, you know, Costa just disrespected Izzy. He said, "There's just no way this guy can beat me. I re I've trained my whole life. There's no way someone this small can beat." So we'll see. Um, I'm gonna be real with you guys. I would love to see Costa win that fight. Oh my God! Can you imagine how much shit you would talk to me after that? <laughs> I wouldn't because I'd be sad. I wouldn't because I'd be sad. Because just like you, uh, we share this. I hate when I see greatness. Yeah, stop. for sure. Like, and like, I would of course respect because I mean that would be incredible. That would be incredible to watch, and it would be you very would not. Fun. Have, you would not. I like, would be bummed about. <laughs> I would be super yeah, bummed. Yeah, you would not it. be on here saying, "Oh no, yeah, yeah great fight, Costa." <laughs> no, I'd be super bummed. So moving um, on, uh, Dominic Reyes is, is arguably the number one contender here. Real quick, real quick, before we move on, um, do you have any interest in seeing Chris Weidman versus Luke Rockhold? Re loser has to retire. Winner gets Luke Rockhold's polo uh, model. His <laughs> contract. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who would win that fight? I'm going to tell you this right now. I think Luke Rockhold would win that fight. I don't think so. I think, oh. No, nah, fuck. <laughs> I don't even know. You can out argue me there. I, I, I can't argue. Luke Rockhold just looks so bad. I mean, so is Chris, right? I don't but know if Luke, did, did Luke Rockhold look that bad to you in April? When he fought, he got knocked out by Jan Blakovic. Yeah, he was hitting. He was aggressive, pushing the face, controlling the distance. I was at that fight. I remember seeing it live. Oh, that's cool. And then Blakovic just hit him, and he just fell. Just broke his jaw again. Right, because didn't Luke also move up to light heavyweight for middleweight? Yes. Yeah, he's a former middleweight champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, that would be interesting, right? Luke versus they need Chris. To do that that's fight, a good yeah. fight. That's a good that fight. A good it's a fight. rematch. That's a good fight. I like um, Luke more. I've always thought Luke was talented. I don't like the Luke's washed up, but... I love... When Luke was at the top of his game... It was, he was so, so fun to watch. He was, it so, was so fun to watch. It was, it it was just bull yeah. He lost on some bullshit. Like he lost. No, Michael, Michael Bisping. Bisping is a fucking G. Is what happened. How Michael dare Bisping had no business beating left, Rockhold. No, left hook, Larry, baby. Are you I know. kidding me? Fuck that dude, Michael. With Bisping. one eye. The fuck only you. good thing fuck I like you. about Michael that. Bisping's a fucking no, national not. treasure, and he's British. No, I'm happy. He's a U.S. national. I'm happy because George St. Pierre came back and added a middleweight title to his resume. That's true. Yeah. That's why, like, dude, George St. Pierre had no business adding a middleweight championship to his resume, but he did. So good for him. Yeah, good for him. 
So moving on, yeah, sorry, this was the interrupt. most enter- one of the most entertaining fights I think I've seen all year. Yair Rodriguez versus Jeremy Stevens, and we had a pretty big dispute on this because you wanted Stevens and you thought Stevens deserved to knock out Yair. Yeah, after just the way Yair, I like I yes. liked Yair coming into this fight before. Well, coming into before the UFC Mexico fight. Let me be uh, more specific. I liked Yair. He's exciting to watch. He's an exciting style. Yeah, he's like an Anthony. He's Pettis Mexican. On I'm Mexican. What's up? I thought he handled the post-UFC Mexico calling Jeremy Stevens a bitch. I thought him confronting him in the hotel. I that thought made, I thought. I, I didn't thought know made him that. look like a bitch. I, I agree with you. In the hotel confrontation, I agree. Yeah, but like, I put myself in his shoes. Imagine this. You get booked to fight in your hometown. Sure. You train for four months. Hard as shit. You tell all your family and friends to come out. The fight starts. You scrape him in the eye, which is against the rules, I admit. Rules and, are rules. <laughs> and he, he might have been blinded. I don't know. I can't attest right. to that. But I do know is watching throughout all my time and watching fights, I'm not going to go ahead and outright blame him for pulling out. But I'm going to say this. I've seen way worse injuries. So I, I guess yeah, no, the, way sure. I, the way I put myself in Steven's uh, position is this is a fight career that if you lose two fights, you can get you're cut. Out. Yeah, you're out. So I kind of do agree in the sense that he was, dude, my career is on the line. I don't care if you all boo me. Like what? Am I just right. going to lose this fight because I can't see out one eye? Then right. some bullshit happens next fight. Then suddenly my job's on the line. Yeah. So I, I kind of see where you're going. I've just have seen tougher fighters, you know. No, for sure. People have fought through worse. Nope. Well, I don't know worse, right? Because we don't know how blinded he was. I agree. Really. I agree. We just don't know, unfortunately. It's just Yair's yeah, eye was yeah. fully closed. Fully closed. He could not see. And mm-hmm. he, you know, he continued on. So I guess each person's different, and you are right. But I also think Stevens, maybe I just don't like Jeremy Stevens, but <laughs> I personally fine. think, I just don't think Stevens had, I don't think he was confident in his abilities in Mexico City against Yair. I don't know, because I saw Steven. Stevens was a dog. I know, fight. that's just like, I just... That's why it's hard it's, for me to believe it's that. It's hard it for me to up. say that, right? Yeah, about any UFC fighter. About any UFC fighter, I feel like. So certain maybe, ones are yeah. pussies, but yeah, the MO doesn't add up for yeah. Jeremy Stevens. Oh. I just... I guess why I, you kind of opened my mind up, and I guess I kind of understood more so, like, bro, if he couldn't see, like, I would have pulled out. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I would have pulled out. I would have pulled out. But I don't know if they made money. Off that. Oh, good question. I also don't know. Yeah, I wonder how that affected. I I would assume so, right? I mean, show money. Yeah, I would. Just, yeah, but like no win bonus, no performance bonus. No, no, no winner performance bonus. Yeah. I think that pissed off Yair, um, because they don't make that much money to begin begin with. But what did you think of this fight, Andrew? It was a fun fight. Wish it was five rounds, right? It I mean, have been five right? Rounds. Well, because in UFC Mexico, it was five rounds. Got Jeremy might have won if it was five rounds. Maybe, right? Because if it had been steam so, as the fight was going. 100%, right? If it had been that exact same fight and there were two more rounds added onto it, yeah, I agree with you. I think Jeremy Stevens is going to win easy. that fight. But if everybody knows they're going into a five-round fight, does Yair make that fight a little bit differently, right? Does he I go agree. as hard he in the— going hard. And when he got—I uh, think it was the first or second— whenever he had uh, Jeremy down and had him hurt when he was just wailing on him— he used everything. That was the first round, and he hit him with a body shot. And I'm very surprised Jeremy held on. That was right. really impressive. But I don't think he was about. To, I think Jeremy Stevens is a dog. It's hard He's to so knock tough. him out. He's so tough. But no, like you said, um, that exact same fight, two more rounds added. Right? You would. You kind of have to start leaning towards Jeremy at the end of it because right, he looked very strong. I don't know. I want to see this two fight again. I think it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen anytime soon. If Yair gets his cardio up to the point where he can maintain 80 to 85% of that pace throughout a five-round fight, he has championship potential. However, there is something in his game that's missing, and that is, in my opinion, consistent uh, output, defense and offense. The moves he does are great, 
but we were talking about it. Why will he never be a champion? Because when you're fighting, what division is this? 145? It's, uh, yeah, 145. Max? Max's yeah. strikes? Max yeah. doesn't go for those outlier strikes. Yeah. Nope. He's throwing out 60 punches a minute, volume well, punches. Let's talk about the fight that needs to happen, right? Following this, Yair Rodriguez versus Zabit. Mm, oh, please Magomed, say his last name. Magomed yes, Sharipa. I will let you that, say that last name. I am so in love that with Zabit. That fight has to be made. I mean, we everyone has been talking about that fight since before the Jordan That's Stevens the stupidest fight, fight I've ever... It's going to be incredible. It's going to be a great fight. They're like, you know they're exactly the same type yeah, of fight. Yeah, 100%. Like, damn yeah, near. Yeah, like, they're both really long for the division. They're they both crazy, crazy shit. Kickboxers. Yeah, no, it's going to be fantastic. So, who do you have in that fight? I almost kind of, right, Zabit is Russian? Da Dagestan, yeah. That's Russian, right? Yeah, yeah. Is there a difference? I don't know. Uh, Dagestan's a, pro a province of Russia. Okay, gotcha. Kind of so. like how we have Puerto Rico, I think. Okay, well, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> no, comment on that. Puerto Rico is a province. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't comment like on that. It would be more like Canadian uh, provinces, yeah, 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 but yeah. I also don't know <laughs> how those work, so whatever. Um, I just, <laughs> right? I feel like... I'm going to go Zabit. I, I also want to go that way, but and I think it's going to be a, come, a matter of mental toughness, and it's almost weird I to say like that. I feel like his arsenal can land more. Just like Zabit, uh, Yair's arsenal seems wild. It oh, seems yeah, like if sure. he's not connecting, it's done. He's going to get blasted. But Zabit, like when I watch him fight, he's, he's a superstar. Like He yeah. will connect. You know what I mean? Like, like Yair throws in so many wild strikes, but like to me, there's no consistent output of defense. He can get smacked at any point. You could counter that type of fighting style. And Zabit... Just beat in Jeremy. March Jeremy Stevens. I'm just looking this up yeah. now. So that's a great fight to make next. And, Yair versus Oh wow, he did Zabit. Yeah. And you know what's funny is in that fight when I was watching it, Zabit didn't fight how he usually fought. He fought very safe and neutral. Decision, yeah. He neutralized Jeremy. Like Jeremy had nothing for him. Yeah, Jeremy him. couldn't get a takedown, which is right in theory what you want to do against a guy like that who's so explosive and so unpredictable. On the, the only feet. thing about Zabit is this fool can literally like contour his body and like his his he's so long. He's, yeah, he his submission yeah. and he's literally like aggro skinny. So his submission abilities through the roof. Now I really think this man Zabit could be champion. Yeah, he presents such an interesting and difficult problem. And like, so, right, this year, this year fight's really gonna. If they make the fight, Max with, is mean, the champion here. Yeah, yeah. Currently, until the Alex Volkanovski yeah, fight right in December, which she like, will beat yeah. him. You and I are kind yeah, of on the same. We I were both so. city kickboxing, yeah, but that so. gym's on so. the rise, bro. Yeah, man. They have two studs, bro. Izzy and Volkanovski and Dan Hooker. They have three, in my opinion. <laughs> in two years, they have three fighters that could be three powerhouse mm -hmm. superstars three in champs. the UFC. Yep, three champs. All right, isn't Dan Hooker in the same weight class? Middleweight, or no, not middleweight. Uh, lightweight. So now that guy is someone so 145, 155, and then 180. That's the problem, a big problem I see for Habib because of those legs. Same thing, like Zabit, just so long. Just so long for that division. You can't hold him yeah. and try and trip that. Yeah. You know, that's harder. So I don't know about that. Um, I'm going to ask you this about Jeremy Stevens. What do you do with him going forward? Just uh, what your do typical we do journey, with Jeremy Your journeyman fighter? Stevens. That's a great question, right? He's ranked number eight. I mean, right, he's just going to kind of stay there and flow at that same level and just kind of, I guess, until either if he wants to try to go up, which doesn't seem like a smart decision, or try to go down, which also doesn't seem to the most sense. But, I mean, yeah, there are interesting fights for him, I guess. Put him against Korean Zombie. Put him against Frankie Edgar. Mm, no, that, like, that would be good. Maybe. Korean I don't zombie. know. Do you, also, yeah, I don't know. I, like, I feel like Korean Zombie kind of, no, I don't know. Do yeah. you think this fight hmm, made up for the public criticism that came uh, after he pulled out with the eye. Oh, spray. yeah, because, like, it was very cool, right? After the fight, they were hugging, they, they were showing were. respect. Even Yair yeah, was like, bro, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, no, and, like, that was a hell of a fight. Like, Jeremy Stevens could have lost. Easily. Well, he could have lost easily, too. He could have won and lost easily. Like, the fact that he didn't uh, 
right? That first round, the fact that he stayed in it and was able to come back second round, third round, turn it on in the third round, that speaks to Jeremy's fucking dogness, like you said. Like, Little Heathen. Yeah, is that Little Heathen. Yeah, that is his nickname. That's <laughs> Jeremy Stevens, man. This man. I'm again. These guys will never be champs, you know. Yeah, but I agree. I I don't think they're Jeremy great Steves, ticket seller you know. fights. And yeah, no, it's exciting to watch. He's a fun style. I'm gonna go ahead and say this right now. Um, moving on, you know, huh, he's gonna laugh at me. Greg Hardy did fight um, this last weekend, and he, he looked good. He looked good. Let's be real. Greg Hardy. Looked I good. don't think he looked good. He does. <laughs> now, you all know I did have heavyweight Juan Adams on my show. Respect. Uh, earlier, I will milk that. <laughs> But Juan Adams did fight Greg Hardy, um, and I had him on after the show. I do like Juan Adams, but, you know, and although I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Greg Hardy's morals or how he carries himself as a person, but in terms of what I see in the octagon, I'm going to be real with you. He's one of my favorite heavyweights to watch in the world, and I do expect him. I do. Juan Adams, I think, will get better, and I do think he, his career will further, but I think he will run into Greg Hardy one day again if both their careers further. Now, with that being said, I'm going to go out and say this to you. I think Greg Hardy is one of my favorite uh, heavyweights in the world. Such a crazy fucking statement to me, bro. Greg Why? <laughs> Why? I mean, right, like, outside of the octagon issues, whatever, right? Sure, sure, whatever. sure. I'm not looking at that. That's shitty. That's but, shitty. like... In the octagon, though, there's no one that size moving like that. And that's so, very interesting. Okay, so, like, I think he looked good this, this in his last fight. Why don't why didn't you think he looked good? Because he was fighting an undersized guy with hands. Okay. And, and I just... Ben Sosali. Yeah, he should have knocked him. Although this the Sosoli guy, he has yeah. crazy good hands. Super fast. Yeah, dude. Super quick. fast. He would get dude. in the pocket like it was nothing. But I'm not going to lie to you. He did connect on Greg Hardy a lot, did he not? He hit him, some, uh, and Greg Hardy took some shots. According to the stats. I just think he should have knocked him out. According to the stats, uh, Ben Sosoli landed 26 of 97 strikes on Greg Hardy. That's 26 punches um, or kicks. But I'll tell you this right now. I, don't, I think he should have knocked him out. That's why I don't think he looked okay, good. Okay, so then on the counterpoint, right, why I think Greg Hardy looked good was his ability to mix up kicking is something that we have never seen come out of Greg Hardy, right? Like, he's super athletic. He moves super well. He's super good at getting, being evasive just because he's so athletic. Um, he threw 28 kicks, landed 27 of them. That's incredible for a heavyweight in general. I feel like we don't really see a lot of heavyweights uh, utilize kicks as well. So I think that's going to be good, and if he continues to capitalize on his kicks that's going to be great to watch why well, i didn't like out of greg hardy in this fight in the third round right he got a little lazy he with did, his hands he, he got a little lazy with and right and that kind of speaks back to how uh sasali sasoli i'm sorry i know i'm mispronouncing that name but uh that that speaks to how he was able to kind of tag him a little bit do you think greg hardy can implement this kick and move game plan against a bigger opponent at that weight class right so last time we brought up greg hardy i mentioned greg hardy's gonna do great until he runs into somebody who's just technically better than him just out and like that has yet to happen right Ben Sasali right he has quick hands not technically better than Greg Hardy and knows it if he runs into a veteran guy that's a junior top 10 Santos? top 10 I think no way maybe fifth top 15 if right? he fights how he did last weekend I don't think he could beat a veteran fighter because no because you're going gonna, up technically capitalize him, but if he fights how he used to like right. aggressive not giving a fuck if he just right. runs into a junior dos Santos 50 percent he gets knocked out but there's a 50- there's also a good chance, yeah, that works out for him. Because no you question. gotta understand, out of anybody in this division, I was talking about this with JD. He is by far the best athlete in that division, right? Yeah, just yeah. pure athlete yeah, at heavyweight. No, sure. He's the only dude to be in the NFL. Right. That's like, <laughs> I watch, I follow Juan Adams on Instagram. His training regimens are like crazy. Yeah. 
Dude, Greg Hardy's training regimens were like NFL standard. Yeah, no, for regimens. sure, it's so, a little bit different. Um, do you know what would be an incredible fight? Just looking at the rankings, and I don't, I don't think Greg Hardy is necessarily ready for this based on where Derek Lewis is. Oh my but god, Greg Hardy and Derek Lewis. <laughs> Woo! Who would you get in that fight? Derek Lewis, big balls, yeah. baby. Hot yeah, yeah, balls, yeah, not yeah. big balls. Big I hot balls, I assume. The balls was hot. <laughs> I assume they're big and hot no, all no, times. No, Derek, you probably would you think about that quite often. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just think Derek Lewis, dude, I don't know if you're right. I don't know if Greg Hardy can handle that type of brute power, that right. technical ability. Because right. Derek Lewis is no scrub in that division. No, I mean, Derek Lewis is number five. Greg Hardy's not going to get that fight anytime soon. But it would it would be super interesting and like like. But you can say you can tell one thing about the UFC before we get into the controversy yeah, yeah, surrounding him. Yeah, we gotta him. talk about that. You can tell that by the way his career is going, they're definitely built trying to build him up oh, to I mean, star yeah. status For champion. Sure. For sure, right? Ben Chris Sassoli, Weidman and Chris ben Weidman. Sassoli, yeah. you're giving him yeah, that exactly. fight. Exactly. Really? Exactly. <laughs> I was watching the fight. I was like, he should be fighting someone bigger and better. Yeah. So yeah. I can tell that they're easing him in, trying to get him get comfortable with the game, but. Now, while he looked good, the win was overturned. Right, so he did get the win. He got the decision win, um, unanimous decision. But, right, between the second and third round, Mr. Greg Hardy said, hey, man, I have asthma. Did you asthma. see this on camera, When, by the way? Um, I saw the clips of it on Twitter after everything happened oh, from, yeah, like, the broadcast. Oh, yeah, but you didn't notice it during the fight? No, oh, I didn't notice it during the fight. So what happened? Um, Explain so to everybody. During the second and third round, Greg Hardy, who apparently has asthma, uh, exercise-induced asthma, um says hey can i use my inhaler and his coach and i i appear was a corner <laughs> man or like no yeah i got you <laughs> yeah or basically like uh are you sure like you can do this and in the broadcast in like when he's sitting on the corner you hear greg hardy says oh yeah it's usada approved what what <laughs> so uh he takes his inhaler takes a puff at it right before like he literally takes the puff stands up exhales and like the third round starts now from my understanding of what an inhaler does, right, it works as a stimulant to open up your throat so you're able to breathe better once you intake it, or take it. I don't have asthma. I've never used an inhaler. This is just kind of what I've seen on the internet. I don't understand how the fuck that's allowed. Well, if you, I don't understand how they're allowing fighters with deep-issued, you know, deep asthma problems to fight. I don't know if that's safe. Because what if he needed to use the inhaler? Great question. That's my one yeah, thing. Great question. Like, great point. And like, also, like, how many fighters? Because I mean, asthma is a relatively common thing. How many other fighters have been in a fight who could yeah, have benefited from an asthma? There's no way he's the only one. Yeah, from an inhaler use. My thing is this: What do you do in this situation? Because well, right, he could he could be facing life threatening situation if he didn't. Let's say he doesn't take a puff and he's like well, gasping. Right, and so, right, it comes out. Greg Hardy, right? He's new to MMA. He's new to professional fighting. He probably doesn't know all the rules. That's okay. He's gotten DQ'd twice. Yeah. Well, this is no contest, not necessarily disqualification. Uh, oh, dude, he must be heated, huh? I mean, so I think it's kind of fair, right? Because, like, when you walk into the arena, you're not allowed to ingest anything but water. Anything. You can't eat any food once you're at the arena. You can't drink Gatorade. You can't. You got to be just drinking. That's kind of bullshit. And the water yeah. that is, it's commission given water. It's not like you bring in your own case of water. So you have to load up on food and carbs and shit. Yeah. If, if, if that's something you want to do before your fight. Yeah. You have to do that before you get to the arena. Um, so if you're a professional MMA corner, corner man, right? Greg Hardy's not like your first guy that you have in the UFC cornering. It's a... Uh, Din, Dean Thomas? Din Thomas? Is Dean it? Thomas. Yeah. Uh, I think D-I-N, though. I want to be clear about it. I just don't D-I-N? I think it's D-I-N or D-I-N. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Um, right? He should know that, no, you can't use anything. And, like, right, I understand athletic commissions between states, they make no sense in regarding some of the rules. We were talking about this earlier. Some states accept the unified rules. Some states accept part of the unified rules, but they leave out clauses. So, like, it varies. Yeah, like, shit. it varies from state to state. But... 
still, if you have a USADA official or a commission official is what Greg Hardy claims, tell him, yeah, you're able to use the inhaler. It's but where do we see that? Where's the proof for that? Well, that's what I'm trying to well, figure out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, Anybody can say, oh, yeah, the commissioner said that. Now, if the commissioner did, in fact, give him approval, maybe Greg, Greg Hardy's an idiot. I don't think he's the brightest tool in the tool Right, shed. and, like, I don't think he, he probably didn't realize you, I meant later. I, or yeah, I don't think this was, like, a malicious uh, I don't cheating thing. I, I think this either. is just a misunderstanding of the rules, and he went for clarification. He was got the okay, and he was like, all right. I do it. at the same time all, can but also the admit that while he was hitting the inhaler, there had to have been some thought process in his mind saying, I don't know if this is legal. Yeah, because like, it's you never been done in the UFC. Like, yeah, it's never been I, done in the UFC. Yeah, it's kind of like when you do something, like you're about to do something wrong, and there's that, always that one friend yeah. that incentivizes you to do it. Like, <laughs> don't worry, nothing's going to happen. You know, Greg like, Hardy is that for himself. Yeah, he's this guy on the shoulder telling him to do bad decisions now do i think it's just sad because it kind of progressed pro, uh, stopped the progression of his career now we have to what do you have to do i mean him? it's just more controversy added to an already controversial Personal, figure yeah it exactly. sucks for him because like like i said i do does think it? he looked better does it i suck do for him? Well, I, probably not right because like, we're it talking about it exactly. he's gonna get more names but the ufc clearly has an agenda to push this guy for whatever reason Right I would wrong. love to. I want to see him. There's a guy in that division who uh, fighting Greg Hardy. I think would really prove how good Greg Hardy is. Whom? Curtis Blades. Bro, I think Curtis, Curtis Blades is ranked fuck. number three. No, Curtis Blades would beat the shit out. Yeah, of Yeah, beat the, like. But I do think if Greg Hardy, why I say that is Curtis Blades is a Blades is a wrestling brawler prototype follower. Sure. Fighter. That is the type of fighter I need to see him technically beat for me to be sold on him. Um, someone that could take him to the ground, yeah. but who can stand and trade with him. Yeah. So yeah. that would really, t to me, if he's at that level, if I see him ever take a fight like that and beat him, then I'm gonna, I'm sorry, I'm on that Greg Hardy yeah, train. Yeah. Now, do you think he's a DQ away from getting cut? Should that should, no, no way, right? No way, because right, he drives too many clicks. The like I said, UFC For, already... not not from the UFC perspective. From your perspective, do you think he should be in the UFC as a talent uh, talent wise? So I was thinking about this earlier. Do you know where I wish he was in? PFL. If he was in that tournament, you, you, mm. if it was, if he was in, the, it's like yeah, a professional fighting yeah, league that yeah. goes by like an NBA. Like there's an off season, right? Yeah, kind of. So, um, you have a bunch of series, you have a bunch of fighters, and then they are get paired off, and depending how they do, and like literally like how they perform within the fight, like if they get a TKO, if they get a submission, if it goes to a dis distance, uh, the distance, you get different point values allocated to your overall. Score. Yeah, it is like a league. Yeah, and yeah. Then, so yeah, I guess it is like I mean, yeah, I guess it's in the name. I remember uh, this now. That and then it has playoffs as a playoff section. Oh my god, where you fight each other. That's and then ingenious. The winner, I think, gets a million dollars from each division. Uh, so if Greg Hardy have been put in the PFL, right? I mean, he's, again, probably too much big of a name, and that's why the UFC scooped him up. But that would be great, because I think some of the higher levels of the heavyweight... Do you uh, think the UFC should, UFC should transition to that model? That's I don't think so, model. no. I don't... Hmm. Your star fighters would get injured much more frequently, because you're fighting with less time between Right, fights. and so, yeah, and I just... I don't think that would work, because I think it works really well for the PFL, because it's like... Uh, it's a development league, right? Like, you're... Everybody that's on PFL, I'm assuming, wants to get to the UFC level. Yes, I can agree with that. So it makes sense for them because it allows, it builds like it builds storylines within from event to event, right? Like this guy's on a two fight win streak in the tournament. He's fighting this guy who's also on. Well, I guess they have to be on win streaks if they're going to be continuing. But like, I don't know. I I like the tournament aspect of that, and I wish there were more tournaments in MMA. I, th I thought like the Bellator MMA tournaments were cool with the the featherweight yeah, they, and the speaking of uh, tournaments. We, we need to talk about this. I don't know if we forgot to say about it earlier. One FC's uh, 
Uh, not featherweight, not bantamweight. What's the one? Uh, flyweight. flyweight. Uh, I don't know. DJ. how I forgot that. Yeah, he, just won, he just won the flyweight Grand Prix and won. He won it, and now he has a full-on. Now that he's won the whole tournament, he's won three fights this year since being signed there. He's fighting for the full-on belt. I would love this. I wish. I want to see Mighty Mouse and Henry Cejudo right back. Three? So bad. Yeah, of course. Because the first one, DJ dominated, knocked his ass clean. Second one. It was close. It was close. Bro, I thought DJ won the second one. It was super close. Yeah, I can see that argument And it's just because even if you're right, Henry won it. It's just I've never seen the judges give a split to that close of a split. Challenger. I kind of respect it if they really thought it, but it's like. MMA conspiracy, Dana White told him to do it. Yeah, no, 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 no. they really, and you know why? Like, I really can, you can, that's very believable. Because that fight, in my opinion, I just, I was watching, I was like, Henry did not win this. I don't, just my gut's telling me, I give the edge to DJ. Right, and it's, the UFC is not, like, secretive about it. When they have an agenda to fill, you know about it. You know, like, right, Greg Hardy, they're putting up against, no disrespect, but they're putting him against fighters that... Has, he's he has, gonna. He's a pro NFL top player. You know, yeah, he run be fighting so, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. So you know, moving on, there is a big fight night next weekend in Singapore before the big pay per view card, and there was an interesting fight on. You and I were, you know, we wanted to talk about, and that was Damian Maya versus Ben Askren. It's headlining the fight night. Yep. So why is this fight interesting to you, Mr. Andrew? And what do you think? Well, happens. First off, let me say I think the build up to this fight has been kind of weak for a Ben Askren fight. Yeah. And I think that's just because of the way Damian Maya is super respectful. It's just not a, it's not a high flying. Oh, we must see fight. It's a, he Nobody's just got knocked shit. out. Nobody's talking shit. Let's be real. Nobody here he is needs talking to win. shit. Ben Askren does need this win desperately. Uh, I don't know if he gets it done though. I really don't. I, don't I like, I like Damian Maya a lot. I think. Why? He, Why do you think Damian beats him? I mean, his juice is so high level and not only that, right? Ben Askren has never, at least as far as my knowledge, I mean, I haven't seen all of his Bellator, all of his one fights, but as far as my knowledge, Ben Askren has never shown a real proficiency with stand-up. Damian Maya's yeah. stand-up isn't the best by any means, but his stand-up allows him to set up takedowns and to allow him to set up his jiu-jitsu. And it's just so clever. It's just so smart. So like, Yeah, its purpose is to set yeah, up the yeah, takedowns. It's, it's, it's not to it's, hit you. It's what Cron Gracie wishes he could do. Yes. Right? Yes. Right. I was very mad at Kron Gracie. Yeah, it's what Kron Gracie wishes he could do. Which he, he'll probably develop that one Yeah, day. no question. He's still super young in the game. Um, in the game, because overall he's not that young. He's right. in his 30s. But you think Damian Maya beats Ben Askren? I think Damian Maya gets his neck and chokes him out. Maybe not like a neck choke or something, but I think it's going to be a submission win for Damian Maya. Yeah, I think. So I would say this, though. And when they start fighting, I would bet that Askren is going to get pos- uh, top position. When they start grappling. Yeah, but Damian Maya wants to give I know, I know, I know. Like, no, wants no. to work from the bottom, so. I, I would bet that most of their exchanges, I will give Askren the upper hand in the grappling department. I think he's Maya's completely outmatched. Here's where I kind of agree with you, but I'm kind of hesitant. Askren's probably black belt level in jiu-jitsu. Now, there's black belt level, there's Damian Maya level. Right, for sure. Black belt, black belt. but Like, Damian Maya's belt, made black belts yeah. look like white belts. Sure. I, yeah, no he's question. one yeah. of the best jiu-jitsu yeah. practitioners yep. of all time. So, yep. I agree with you in the sense that you're kind of, like, feeding into his trap. It's like Ben Askren's fighting style is like a mis- they're mismatches for each other. Right. He's not a good. This it's is a good fight for Damian Maya. Let's just say that he's this is the first time in his career Damian could literally just go like this. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah. do what you want. <laughs> Take me yeah. to the ground. Seriously, all seriously. right. Everybody else is ground. afraid of going to the ground. Yeah. With Damian and Ben. Did you see Tyron Woodley? Remember that fight, yeah, dude, dude? That was like he did. He was afraid to throw a punch. Yeah, afraid yeah. to. He was just like, I'm gonna completely neutralize you. That's how dangerous you are. 
So I could easily see, but if Askren beats Damian Maya, which is doable, mm-hmm. very doable. Yeah. He is suddenly back in this talk. Uh, we'll need to see how he looks because, quite frankly, I thought Robbie Lawler looked 10 mi- miles better than him in that fight. And I thought Jorge Masvidal looked 100 miles better than him in that fight. So Askren is at number 11. Davey Maya is at number 10. Huh. Interesting. Huh. And, and you know, it's funny is that, you know, in this division, I personally, that's my opinion, that's the most stacked division on the planet. Once, welterweight? Yeah. Well, I mean, Welterweight or one? No, 155 is, but you got to throw welterweight in there just because. Yeah, that top five is. All killers. I, you know, I, I everybody knows who my my personal uh, who I think is the best in this division. I mean, I love Camaro; he's my favorite. But I think Colby Covington's the best right. one seventy five one seventy pounder alive. Hate to say it, that's just the truth of the matter, in my opinion. Um, do you think Askren makes his way up into title contention after this? So I think, honestly, I don't think it necessarily matters if Askren wins or loses. If that makes sense. I think yes. Askren is going to get a... It definitely matters just because his career could get revitalized. Yeah, I mean, sure, 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 sure. But Ben Askren has enough of a mouth and is, knows how to use it enough that he's going to get a ranked he's, guy. Right, He's ranked 11, right? So if he loses, Damian Maia is number 10. If he loses, he's going to get someone that's 12 he's through be 15, being, right? And those people are Anthony Pettis, Robbie Lawler, who... He could be Anthony Pettis. That's a winnable fight for him. Ooh, that's a like very that's winnable. a see, and that's a great fight because that's a classic. I might pick him. I might pick him. I might pick him to be because you know why Pettis. Anthony Pettis yeah. doesn't have the explosive explosiveness or strength to keep him off him. What Anthony Pettis is not explosive? What? No, I don't think he's as explosive. Like compared to the guys Askren's fought, like Robbie Lawler, Crazy. that was explosive. Is Anthony Crazy. Pettis covering distance and hitting you as fast as Robbie? I don't know about that. I think Anthony's tight, but I just don't know if he has the size. Like, Robbie was just big, bro. That was not a good fight for right. Ben. I thought that he was going to get murdered. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I don't know. Like I said, I don't really necessarily know if it matters if Ben Askren wins or loses because he's going to have an entertaining fight for his next fight. Probably more entertaining and more talked about than this Damian Maya, right, Maya fight, regardless of and, the way it goes. And as, as you're looking at it, they're very... I guess the UFC is just trying to throw out one dope event every weekend, make it pop. I remember, like, three, four years ago... They had like ten less cards, yeah. but everything was stacked. Yeah, everything. Yeah, you you'd know? look forward to it. At, there's one a month, basically, is how it felt like. In yeah, two, let's two, say around two, two, two yeah. three. But now, even though I, I guess I like it more now, because they're building up these main fights, main events every single time, and these all these fighters are suddenly headlining main events are all becoming known. Like the game really is expanding. Right. No, it's nice it, to see, and it gives an opportunity for like all these dudes who are coming up from the Dana White Contender Series. It, yeah, did you, Dana White said, I have a crazy announcement coming out this year that you guys will see. You, we're going to unveil what the UFC is planning on doing over the next seven years while he's under contract. He said, what we have is going to shock the whole world. Interesting. So he should means. be releasing that at the end of this year, beginning of next year. Um, next week, Andrew, what do we have? Predictions, that, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, quick though, I just wanted to shout out a sleeper fight on US on this fight. Oh, card. go ahead, go ahead. I want to talk about your boy, Muslim Salikov. Muslim Salikov. Yeah, that's the dude. Um, so he fly- fights out of the Flying Eagles gym, which is Habib's gym in Dagestan, Russia. Wait, 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 wait. He fights out of Habib's personal gym or he fights with Habib at AKA? So he fights out of the Flying Eagle gym in Dagestan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So, right, I guess Habib's sure former he, gym, right? Home I bet home you Habib's gym? there at yeah, all times. Whenever, I yeah. bet you Habib only goes to AK when, for a training Yeah, camp. probably. I don't know. Um, so he's 2-1 and one in the UFC, two wins by KO. He is 185-13 and 13 in kickboxing. His nickname is the King of Kung Fu. 
He is 185 a, and 13. Yeah, bro. He is. He's 35 years old. He's a world champion. Dude, you in, should not be getting in that many fights. Like, kick it. Go hit. Chill on your couch and relax. So what I'm saying is, he's fighting this uh, this Argentinian dude named Lorino Staropoli. I know I'm butchering his name, and I apologize. Just murdered that. Yeah, his name so and bad. Culture and family Fuck, tradition. Seriously, <laughs> but he's two and zero in UFC. His last fight was a, a unanimous decision against Thiago Alves. He. I was rewatching. Ooh. This dude, this dude, he's fine. I'm not going to re-butcher his name. <laughs> but, uh, I, I think this fight is going to be a sleeper firework fight that's going to end this in a nasty This is a great KO. segment we're doing from now a on. A nasty TK. Andrew, every, every week you're going to bring us the fight, the sleeper fight. Yeah, no, week. I think this is going to be the sleeper. It's the, I think it's going to be the first fight My, on the card. I have one question. What's up? Does that one loss in a three-fight sample size not kind of worry you? For the two and one in the UFC? Yeah. Um, let me pull up what it actually was. It had to I think have been it was a takedown. A, I'm I assuming it was, it was a takedown. A takedown artist. That it was a submission. It was a submission. Okay, it yeah, be, it was the a guy's one hundred five, eight, eight, and thirteen on the feet. No yeah. one's beating him on the feet. Yeah. So, so that, that's I crazy. think that's going to be a fucking firework Dude, fight. First fight on the card. These Dagestani Ooh. fighters. These Russian Dagestani fighters. Habib, Zabit, Muslam, whatever his name is. They're fire, bro. Kind of like the you know the Irish, the New Zealanders. Right. The New, the New Zealanders are taking over right now. So over the world. Um. So really quickly, what you guys should be excited about, Andrew and I will be giving you guys your UFC. I'm um, correct. Two forty three predictions or two forty four. Two forty four. Two forty four predictions. Um. Next week, and honestly, we're both very excited. Super for psyched. That Real quick, let's just run down that card. Oh, yeah, let's run down that card. Let us say that, yeah. <laughs> so in the main event, should I go for main event or main should event, I start? Main okay, event. all right. So we have Jorge Masvidal versus, versus Nate Diaz, Diaz. for Stupid. the BMF the belt. The fake BMF, the interim BMF belt. The real BMF is on hold. Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, in the co-main event, which I didn't realize it until I just looked at it now, mm -hmm. Kevin Gaslam versus Darren Till. What? That's the co-main <laughs> event? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it's going to be really good. Who do you got? Uh, I mean, we'll see that next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I kind of um, want to talk about that now. We got Wonder Boy Steven Thomas versus Vicente Luque. That's crazy. <laughs> My Hold up. Quick shout out to Sonny from the Nabi MMA podcast out in Connecticut. He's a cool homie of mine, and he has his own MMA podcast. I'll show you after. Okay. Great guy, and he had Vicente Luque on his show. It was actually dope watching it how... Vicente Luque called, said, I want the Wonder Boy fight, the Stephen That's Thompson incredible. fight. And he got it because now he has a title shot. So quick shout out to my boy. Uh, I heard Wonder Boy wanted to call that the nicest motherfucker in the game. <laughs> to him, Vicente Luque. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that. I thought it was funny. Um, next, we are going to have Big Balls, Derek, Luzi, Derek Lewis, Lewis versus Blagoy Ivanov. Oh, wow. Blagoy Ivanov. Yes. Oh, I said it right the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a crazy fight. They really loaded up this card with like, and then, interesting fights. This is going to be the first this fight one. on the main event. Yeah, or yeah. on the, the the first fight on the pay-per-view card is going to be Kevin Lee versus Gregor Gillespie. Kevin Lee's on this card. Yeah, dude. And Gillespie? And because Kevin Lee, uh, in my opinion, is a very talented fight. He needs I love Kevin Lee. He needs I love Kevin Lee. I think I, he I should be a contender. Well. He, yeah. he has no business losing these fights. I want him to do well. And then uh, on the prelims, this is the card. The main fight. That's going to be on ESPN. That's going to be driving people to the UFC main card. Just the UFC in general. This is a <laughs> fight that's going to drive make people UFC fans. Is it the one I want? Corey Anderson yep. versus Johnny Walker. This is the one I'm most excited on. Yeah. Uh, you guys know my Johnny Walker hype. You know my Johnny Walker theory. I have said this for about eight months now. Johnny Walker will be the light heavyweight to beat John Jones. Just remember this. I, 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 I don't it. know why. I and I, John Joe's my favorite fighter, but when my gut screams, my gut screams. 
That's fucking weird. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> That's weird, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Talk That's, too much. Yeah. MMA number 26. Thank you for joining us. You know what it is. Another week, another dollar. I'll see you guys next week.